Welcome to the Fit Mama podcast where it's all about gaining your health back as a busy woman and mom, and doing it without sacrificing time with your family or business. Here is your host, mompreneur and Fit Mama health coach, Angela Campbell. What is up, you guys? I want to, uh, I'm super excited about today's podcast for a lot of reasons. For one, I have a very special guest. <laughs> if you don't know him, this is my husband, Sean. I'm super very excited. special. <laughs> he is very special, you guys, and I'm super. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute now. Okay. Uh, uh, all right. You say. Let me watch what I say. And I'm making sure I'm a triple checker. I just make sure that we're live. So if you are catching us right now on the replay, we're living. I'm streaming today in two places on my personal profile, hopefully for others to see it. Um, and also inside our fit mompreneur group. So either place, say hi, let us know that you're here. Um, today is episode number 13, 13 weeks straight. We have had an episode in our fit mama podcast, which I'm super excited about. Drop some of our purple hearts uh, in the comments if you are watching this. Hey, Linda, what is up, girl? So today we're going to talk about having your spouse on board with you when it comes to your goals, your health goals. You can you can correlate this to really any goals that you have going on in life, right? Um, and so all the things I want to, where he's going to share some things. We're going to be a little bit vulnerable, more me, because I'm a hard-headed woman that he is amazing to dealing at with. So I will at least, I'll at least admit that already from the get-go. Um, you're going to hear a little bit more about that. <laughs> um, in today's episode, we're going to talk about, because I feel like this is something that I hear a lot of women, is they either don't have support from their spouse, or maybe they do, they just don't realize it. And there might be a slightly different approach that I know, you know, we've realized works better for us, or maybe I realized because I got out of my own way and stopped being as hard-headed, although I still am. Um, that was like 10 minutes ago. <laughs> uh, anyways, we're going to talk about how, you know, a lot of times as a woman, we see things in our spouses that are, they, we feel it's them not being supportive, but I honestly feel like sometimes that's in our own head and they could be, there might just be some things that we can maybe help you to do to maybe get them on board with you. Right. Uh, or to at least to support you. Right. And how to approach your spouse when you may need help, whether investing in yourself, maybe that be being just being time investing, or maybe it's money investing in something to make yourself better. Um, we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about how to keep that consistent conversation, com communication between the two, which is powerful, um, which is huge um, so that they can, you know, be your biggest cheerleader. Right. Like I don't think I would be, I know, and I'll say this from the beginning, I would not be anywhere I'm at today if I did not have him as my number one cheerleader and I don't say that enough so I am going to praise him a little bit on today's video uh, because I swear in business and health and all the things that I do and I told him this the other day but I will admit here live for people to see I don't say it enough and I don't let him know enough like his support is huge and so I want to help other women maybe find that same type of support in their spouse you may have it right there you just got to ask for it right um but again, if, and also if you're tired, if you're on a health journey um, and you're tired of failing and you are trying to do this by yourself and you've tried diet after diet after diet after diet and nothing's working for you, I would love to invite you to just set up a time to chat with me. There's a link above if you're watching this live stream or if you're watching this or listening to this later on the podcast, um, you can literally go to my website at acfitmama.com slash chat and set up a time for us to just get on a call figure out what maybe you can do to change those things, right? And if you're watching this and you're not in the group um, or listening to this later, it's a group for all women. It's not just moms, even though the group is called The Fit Mompreneur. Uh, it is for all women. It's just acfitmama.com slash Facebook. Hop in, 
join us uh, and we would love to support on you. Um, so with that said, oh, shout outs first and then we're going to get into the nitty gritty mm -hmm. of today's. I, hey, we we're getting some hey Campbells, hey Campbells, what is up you guys? Um, and so in a second, I promise I'm going to let him talk. <laughs> But first, as you it's know, normally the other way around. I know it's normally him doing all the talking. And if you know him and you are watching, especially you neighbors, I see y'all in here watching. Um, you know, you agree 100%. You know, you do. I'm fighting it so hard. <laughs> so I spend my days teaching women, and I love teaching women how to find ways to fit in time for themselves, realize the importance of it while you're raising a family, growing a business, growing your career, whatever all you have on your plate. Um, and so with that said, I want to do, I want to give a couple shout outs to a few women and then we're going to get into the nitty gritty, right? So first huge announcement for our fit mama coaching, huge, huge, huge announcement. If you know, Erica bubble, put Erica bubble in the comments and give her some love and some shout outs. So guess what? We have a new coach with fit mama coaching and Erica, that is her. I'm so excited to bring her on one because I want to create even more. And she's going to be a huge part of helping helping everyone that decides to trust us and join us to just have that more accountability, have fun and, and just get the best results that we possibly can. So huge welcome to Erica as a new coach, but I also want to welcome three women that started their journey with us this week. Melissa, Melissa, Aaron, huge welcome to her. Give her some welcome in the comments. If you know her tagger, uh, Elizabeth Beeson and Kyla Wapas, while you guys huge welcome to these ladies. Um, super excited to get you started. You're already rocking this week. And then two other shout outs and we'll move on. You guys, Brandy Hargrove. Brandy, if you're watching this, I just got off chatting with you. One, I'm super proud of you. And I want to thank Melissa uh, Potts because you, she's locking arms, helping you. You are tackling what we are doing with you, trying to figure out how to get around this Hashimoto's and how to get you the best results possible. Tackling what you're doing right now with the diet that we have you on is, is phenomenal because it's a tough one. It's a hard one, but it's going to be so worth it, right? So major shout out for you. And then also Michelle Smith, I got to get her a sh big shout out. We just had our first check in and she's two and a quarter inches down in just two weeks, y'all. That's amazing. So if you know Michelle, give her some kudos tag her drop some hearts in the comments and let's get to it you guys like i said today we're going to talk about how you can possibly get your health on board your health on board your health on board but your spouse on board to help you with your health <laughs> i must be health <laughs> he's health. on board he's on board <laughs> y'all like i said again we're going to talk about that and i want to talk about first i want to share some things but do you have anything first that you would like to say before we dive into this topic you know, I was reading the topic and I think we're going to have a lot of stuff, not just even on reaching your health goals, but just how to communicate with your spouse. And so hopefully we can get some good stuff that'll help you out in health and in life. Yeah, because I feel like I know like with us, if you don't know us, obviously I'm a, a mom, I'm an entrepreneur. I love helping women in health and fitness, but I also love business. It's a huge passion of mine. Um, and I've been an entrepreneur for going on seven years now. And there's been a lot of ups and downs and failures and wins and successes and fun. Like I said before, at the beginning of this, I've also let my health go at one point where I was three weeks in a row without working out. Like there's so many things that I did wrong over this journey. Um, and he's always been my number one supporter, but there was times I feel like I actually pushed him away versus, uh, versus asking for help. Whenever I know that he was right there, I was just so damn hard headed, excuse my language that I never would ask for help. I felt like as a woman, I needed to do it all myself. 
And I know after speaking to women over and over and over, especially moms, I swear if I could prove that this is in our DNA, the minute you become a mom, you feel like you have to do it all. You feel like you have to be superwoman. You have to take care of the kids. You got to take care of the house. You have to take care of your business. You have to take care of your, you have to do everything. And then you don't take care of yourself. And that becomes a really big problem because I see a lot of women now like they're trying to play catch up because they did. We did this for so many years. And the, the key, I know I got into a point last year after having our second kid, like it was hard, like having our two second, years ago. two years ago. Well, yeah, two years ago, he's two and a half, but I feel like last year I let myself go a little bit <clears throat> to the extreme because I was doing everything for everyone else, but I wasn't doing for myself. And a big part of mine was because I wasn't asking for help. So I don't know, like, that's one of the biggest things that I want to say that I want to start with. Um, do you have anything you want to say about that? You can say it all. Tell them how hard it is. Well, you know, sometimes we get you know too wrapped up in everything except for family. You've got to put family first because this is where it all begins is having each other happy with ourselves and each other to where we can succeed in, in other things. But it, and, it, and it starts here at home. Uh, you just, we got distant with, with life and We've brought it back together, and that's uh, you know. So hopefully, we can give you some keys on how to how to do that, how to get back. If you feel like you're separated from your spouse right now, hopefully, really pay attention to this because we're going to bring you back and show you how to start communicating with them again. Yeah, because yeah, we did. We really got. I was so busy. I will tell you, I'm very driven when it comes to business to a fault where it's it's positive thing, sure, but at the same time, it can be very. Not so much. And I know I, a lot of women that I speak with are online entrepreneurs as well, just like me and then their moms and they're doing all the things. Right. And we chase success and we chase our kids. <laughs> we chase everything except for. I know Colton. We do a lot. of chasing. <laughs> <laughs> Our son does not stop. But he, you know, he, he, we, we, I can chase everything except for I wasn't chasing communication with my spouse. And it led to me not really even taking care of myself. And that led to me being very, I think I was irritable all the time. I was always tired. <laughs> I even more kudos to him because yeah. he dealt with it. He dealt with it. So if you uh, can resonate but with she's this. she's done it as well. She's dealt with, with me working the 16th. And back when I was in law enforcement, you know, 4th of July, I was talking to somebody the other day. That. That average work shift was about 27 hours on July 4th. But, uh, you know, yes, I was very tired and she was always very supportive. Yeah, and I feel like that goes, uh, it, go, it definitely goes both ways. And I know when women are trying to get healthier, they're trying to invest in themselves, whether it be time, maybe it's money, whether it be investing in yourself or your business, maybe it's investing in yourself for your health. Obviously, our big topic today was health, but this can go both ways. There was a lot of times... I feel like I didn't see him as supportive as he really is. And it wasn't anything to do with him. This is the thing that I came into realization. And I want women to sit there and just think about it for a second. Maybe it's not necessarily that he's not supportive. Maybe it's just that maybe it can be a little bit of, you know what? I, I didn't communicate with him how important my goals are. I didn't, and that's one thing we're really working on. We'll talk about, I didn't communicate with him how important it was for me to get my workouts, how important it was for me to listen to personal development in the mornings, how important all these things were for my health because I wasn't communicating. So this was a problem. And I, in some of this, I may have any, I'm, expressing this to him now and maybe I haven't even done this before so you are being a witness for a few things the biggest thing is I didn't ask for help and he was right there willing he just cannot read my mind 
ladies, I feel like a lot of times we often want them to do all the things for us and help us and do things with the kids so that we can go do something. But if we don't ask them, like, how do they really know? Like, do you want to hit on that topic? Because I know that's a. No, I think it's in the questions. Okay. Let me get into the questions. <laughs> okay. We're going to get into the questions because I did give him stuff that I was going to ask him. So here we go. So how I wanted him to share so that you guys can hear from him, not just me doing, telling the story, but how you felt like tell, I would love for them to hear, like, how did you feel um, when I just kept doing my own thing try, without communicating with you? Like I was chasing all these goals, whether it be business, whether it be, my health goals, all these things. Um, did when I wasn't communicating with you and just doing it, did it make you want to support me or did it make you want to do the opposite? Well, it or when you're not communicating, it starts a domino effect of when you're in, into your relationship of wondering, the you start gaining insecurities, um, you start feeling a separation, which domino effects into okay what's going on here is it me is it her is there someone else is there your mind starts to wonder where it doesn't need to because there's no communication and that's you absolutely have to communicate and, and be on the same page because if the mind starts to wonder it's toxic and that's you absolutely want to stay away from that so when she wasn't communicating i i felt more insecure with the relationship itself because I just didn't know what was going on. And that's, you know, we've always, you know, given each other a lot of support, especially in the very beginning. She knows she can put me in any situation. And, uh, you know, what I'm, what I'm talking about is, you know, selling boats, sometimes you're with some party crowds and, you know, it's just, you have to have that support and that, when you're not communicating, you, you step away from the, the actual relationship itself starts to separate. And it just it starts with communicating. You start communicating. If you start, if you lose communication, then you start getting separation in, into the relationship. So always communicating will bring you back. So, yes, yeah, when she was not communica communicating with what she was trying to do, I, me personally, I felt very insecure. And, you know, my securities were, were starting to drop and it's just, I didn't like that, that separation. So we knew we, we, we had to bring it back together and had some, a lot of talks, a lot of communicative talks. And I'm going to get to in, in a little bit on, on how to do that. Yeah, absolutely. And I, and I see that now and I look back and I'm like, why? I mean, I was trying to chase all these things. And in my mind, I was chasing them for my family. I was chasing to be healthy. I was chasing success in business for my family but i wasn't including my family i was instead i was separating myself trying to do all this and putting all this pressure on myself which we as women i feel like if if you agree with this put the word pressure in the comments because i feel like we naturally put all the pressure on ourselves it's not him putting all this pressure and expecting me to do all these things if anything he tells me would you please take a break would you please calm down would you please rest will you please let work go aside and just go play would you i mean he preaches this to me a lot but for me, like I put all this pressure on myself. I did it myself. So this very likely could be you, you know, and maybe this is resonating with you. And that's obviously why we wanted to do this topic, because these are things that I did not realize I was making him feel this way by just trying to do it on my own and not communicating. And that's I feel like that's probably very common in relationships that we just we just don't realize. 
Um, so that's huge. And then on the other side, when I do start coming to you for support and asking for your help, and even you know asking you to do things with me, like our ten thousand steps we're doing right now, which I love, it's so much fun. Um, how do you, how did that make you feel when I started coming to you more for support and asking for help? I was very excited, very excited because. even know that she knows my answer when she asked me something and, and is looking for that support, most likely she knows what I'm going to say, but even just the fact that she's asking that's worth everything right there because, uh, you know, we're starting that communication process. I know that she values my opinion. Uh, you know, sometimes good, sometimes bad, but, uh, you know, just knowing that she values my opinion, and, and is asking means everything, even though she knows the answer. Yeah, yeah, and, it, and, it may, and on the opposite side, like asking, even though I can, I know things and I know what to do and how to do things, like getting his support and his, it's almost like getting even like an approval, uh, even though even though he, he knows like, do it. I mean, if that makes you feel better, like do it. But like I said, he's the one usually preaching me to go do something for myself. <laughs> um, or forcing. Or, or forcing. By the way, you have an appointment. Guys, do it. They love it. Hey. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, if there's any guys watching, maybe just, hey, go do something for yourself today. I'm going to watch the kids. What? Uh, what? Sometimes that's what it takes because yeah. this women won't accept. Their jaw would literally hit the ground. <laughs> <laughs> yeah sometimes we literally won't and so you know that if, i don't know if you if you heard what he said like to me that makes me feel like i i would i need to ask for more help one because it's so powerful for me like it truly does help me even though i know the answer to know that i have someone that's doing it with me and supporting me on it and on the same page that's powerful for me but if you didn't hear that part like to me that makes him feel good about himself right like and sometimes maybe right. I feel like I created a lot of resentment by not asking for help and trying to do it all by myself. I asked, I, I feel, and that could be, you know, anybody else's situation that is that's listening to this and hopefully you can get, I feel like I've cre I created a lot of resentment on both sides because I didn't communicate what I was doing or how I was doing or how more so how important these goals were for myself to chase the success, but also chase the health. Like these are very important things, but I did not, did not tell him so it created some resentment so that very possibly could be something you know a simple fix and in, in getting some more support right um so how so i guess this is this next question was how did you learn to realize in order for for things to run a lot smoother at home for mama to be happier <laughs> and a little bit more fun uh that i needed my me time my workout is like my me time it's when i relieve my stress it's when i start to feel better but how did it i guess you learn to realize how important that was to me uh after almost 10 years of relationship just <laughs> picking up I'm, I'm a big time people watcher and you've got to you've got to pick up on the clues all day there's certain, you know, characteristics that you know your spouse and you've got to pay attention to them all day and just sit there and watch. Just be observant of them. Are they happy? Are they sad? Are they mad? Are they frustrated? That's that's instead of just reacting on that moment, actually take an entire day and watch your spouse and say, 
either we're hitting it because they're as happy as can be, or I think there's something wrong. But, and I noticed that the days that she didn't work out or didn't have the good workouts, she was not herself in the way she was thinking, her, her response to things. She would want to lay on the couch all day. She was just not, you know, very motivated. And it turned out, I mean, it just started off with her workouts in the morning. When she worked out in the morning and had a good, hard workout, she rocked it the rest of the day. And I realized that when she didn't work out or that workout got interrupted, it, it just it just threw things off. So you just got to be observant of, of your spouse throughout the entire day to see if they're what they're their little thing is that that gets them through the day, you know, makes them excited and gets them, gets them happy. And, and for her, it was working out, you know, it's uh, most definitely a big part of, of her life, but be observant, be very observant. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, and he say, you know, to the men out there, be observant to your spouse or you be observant to even to your spouse, you know, but even more so be in be observant to yourself because that took me some realization as well too like I love my morning workouts and whether I go hardcore crazy or I just get up and and go for a mile run and then foam roll like we, either way to me it's it's my routine and I know that if I'm going to show up for the people that trust me to help them on their health coaching journey or for my family even more importantly or for anything I no matter how tired I am and if I don't want to get up at 5 a.m. I'm still getting up at 5 a.m. Um, and I make that happen because I know that I mentally function. It's not even just about the fitness goals that I want to reach before I <laughs> turn 40 next year. It's, it's the, it's more for my mind than anything. So you have to be observant of yourself. Since I stopped teaching group fitness, um, I used to have to get up at 3:45 AM because I had to be at a certain place. Now that I don't do that anymore, I still get up, but I'm not going to lie, like the first week or two, I skipped a few days. And those were the days that I think you might have been really noticed, like, what is wrong with you today? Yeah. <laughs> it's because I overslept and I didn't do what I was, my, my morning routine. It's all about having that morning routine, right? But it took him realizing, why are you in such a not so good mood today? <laughs> it's because I didn't bring out. <laughs> right? So everybody's different. You got to figure out what works for you. Um, and then make sure that they're aware of how important, maybe you have to point out, Hey, do you see how irritable I am today? It's because I did not get up and I didn't do my, my thing, my morning routine. That means so much to me is my workout and my personal development. I'm listening to things while I'm working out. Um, so I'm routine getting, is very important. Yeah. You know, and I'm finding that even myself, I know we're right before this podcast, she was trying to get me out of my routine. And I was like, there was a little moment there like, hold on, <laughs> you know, it's like, this is me sometimes. I can't. Come on. You got you to gotta, you gotta respect each other's routine. And, and that's, that's right. yes, you will notice different moods and the way that people are acting, um, you know, especially your spouse, you know, if they get off, off the routines, you know, just. Respect I, each other's routines. I'm bad about multi. I, I, I cannot multitask. I got to do one thing at a time. And when she hits me, like, hey, could you do this? And, I, and I'm right in the middle of something. It, it, throw, it throws me off. But she's gotten much better with realizing that. And so. Yeah, I'm still a work in progress. She <laughs> <laughs> do eight things at once. I can't do two. It's crazy. If you're a multitasking woman or put multitasking in the comments, I think that's part of our, our DNA as well, too. So how would you say, how would you say we do things together now versus what we did before? And that's been an improvement and maybe that someone can get a, a takeaway from that. 
actually designating a time as to, you know, to talk about family issues, what's going on in our lives, what's, um, you know, there's back in the old days, and a lot of people, and, and I love this tradition of, you know, at dinner, turn the TVs off, no phones, no iPads, none of that stuff. And you talk about issues of the day. And I think a lot of people have gotten away from that. We did that for a while too, especially when we had, you know, the, the little ones would run around. You couldn't keep them at the table. It was so hard. Um, you know, it's, they, they eat way faster than I do and they'd be off and she'd be chasing them. So we had, you know, very, very poor communication now. And now that we're a little bit more established and have that time where we say, okay, dinner's at this time and, and we talk about things that are going on in each other's lives. You got to designate that time. Yeah. Yeah. And timing and timing is everything too. <laughs> like you said, designating the time, you know, we have a box. I'll get into that here a little bit too. Yeah. We have a box in the living room that says a family time, put your devices in here. And it's, to me, it's been one of the best things for me, especially working from home with the kids. And now we're homeschooling our, our daughter for the next 10 days or however many days we have left. I lost count, but it's temporary. But at the same time, like it can be challenging even with your kids, like it's communicating with each other, but communicating communicating with the kids and putting the devices up um, so that you can focus. Cause I, even on my own, even on in the past, but you could go get it. I'll go get it. Cause even in the past, here's the thing. Like I used to be really bad about this. So put phone in the comments. If, if you, this is you too, like you find yourself or even your spouse does it. Maybe he doesn't realize he does it, but I used to be chasing, uh, you know, business goals so much that this was how I looked. I looked like this all the time and he's trying to talk to me or if I'm trying to play with the kids, I'm trying to play Barbies and work my business. And in my mind, I was like, but I'm working my business, babe. That didn't, it didn't matter to him. It's not about the money that you make or the success. It was the attention that you were taking away from them, right? So, um, being, you know, that's kind of where I was going with that. It's just being, being cognizant, being present in each other's, why you're in each other's company and not only letting these things, these screens kill us because whether you're chasing a business goal or not, your screen will just put a separation between each other. If all you do is you're looking at this. So that's why we have this. Um, it's a, it says family it's time. One of the greatest investments ever. Yeah. I've got a really great For friend, Rebecca, who made that. I can tag her if you want one. She, she makes them. And, um, and let's unplug. It says, let's unplug play cell phones here. And so sometimes when I'm really slow at responding, if ever anybody's ever messaged me and it's like, dude, I messaged her like hours ago. Why is she not responding? Sometimes my phone's in there. <laughs> to be intentional, my daughter knows what that box is. And she says, mom, put your phone in the box. That's how she says it. I wish she'd come in here and show you. For now, it's absolutely. Uh, <laughs> it's a great, great way to spend time with kids. And when kids start realizing it as well, um, you know, for, for that, that time is we – Put our phones in there and it's teaching us to give our kids that specific time no interruptions whatsoever and it's something that's going to carry on for the next i don't know 30 years whatever they live with this <laughs> something like that <laughs> oh no i'm not kid around you know at least for the next 18 years while they're living with this it's we're going to use this box it's going to be hey it's family time everybody put your device in there and, and we're going to do something. It's it's going to be a, a family tradition. 
Yeah, and, and I and Parker even acts like our my our son's two and a half, so he's not quite big enough to really understand. Although I have noticed him starting to act different when I do have my phone in my hand and when I don't, he starts to act out. He's, I think he's starting to pick up on it because Parker did that at that age too. Like she ripped my phone out of my hand one time when she was almost three. I'll never forget that day because that was me working. And I was like, it was just like a dagger in my heart. So anyway, you know, kind of off topic, but kind of the same thing because it's all about our family and being present. We have to be present. We can chase all the goals we want to, but being present, um, you know, with our kids but even more so with our spouse. Cause I think I know for me, like I get wrapped up in I, doing everything for the kids and the kids, 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 kids to the point where like, I have nothing left for him because I'm exhausted, <laughs> you know? And so I, you know, you gotta shift, shift that a little bit. I think we're starting to realize that, but here's one thing I would love for you to share too. Cause I feel like a lot of times us as women, we know that we need to invest in ourselves. And, and then when I say invest, I could be simply investing time, like 10 minutes every day before you start your journey of being a mom or whatever it is, or maybe it's money investing so that you can get help. I know over this past year, I made the biggest investment in myself and it was a scary investment. It was something, I, but it has been the biggest and best game changer ever in my entire life, not only in my business, but also in my health. And I would not have made that without his support. And so I would like for to maybe, because that's something that we're scared of. We feel selfish. We feel guilty as women and moms that we don't want to invest in ourselves because that's taking away from our family. That's taken away from our kids. That's taken away from everything else that I got to pay for in this world, right? Or everything else I got to do. It's taking away from my to-do list. So I can't afford 10 minutes to myself. Um, and I don't think that's okay. And that's the message I want to get out every day. But when I came to him in March, Right when all the pandemic, pandemic, I can't even say that word, and everything hit, and he's in real estate, so let's just say the market like was kind of weird. When I came to you about the biggest investment that I've ever done, knowing that it was going to help me in my business, um, at a time we honestly really couldn't afford it. How did how did you actually be okay with the decision and say go for it, babe? Like, it's it's years of watching her say this is what i want to do this is what i want to do we put it off put it off put it off put it off and just she was she was run down she, she was not happy with with what she was doing so when i've always supported her in anything and everything she's ever done she already knows the answer to what i'm going to say and so you know when she did ask for uh, or what I thought about, you know, doing this big investment. I didn't hesitate. I, I knew that it was exactly what she wanted. She's the most important thing in, in my life and whatever she wants, she's going to get. But, you know, as far as, yeah. And as far as the investment goes, sometimes you just got to take that risk. And so, you know, I, I listen to a lot of motivational stuff and it's just the bigger the risk, the bigger the reward. No such thing as, you know, failure. You may have things that will fail from time to time, but it's always not a, it's not necessarily a failure. It's just a learning curve. And she knew what she was doing. She had a passion for it. So yeah, was it, you know, the investment at the time was a little risky, but it's what she wanted. And that's, it, and it starts off at, at, at home and, you know, it's just, I knew that I knew it was going to make 
Angela a lot happier in anything and everything that she was doing. So, um, you know, we figured out how to do it and, you know, it's, I I hope it's paying off. I don't know. I haven't seen the account, but, uh, (laughs) uh, you know, I don't think the kids are are starving and, uh, you know, it's, but we we just try to support each other. And it's, 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 sometimes you got to take that risk and, and knowing if it's a true passion, a true love, it's not going to fail. It's just, it's just not going to. Yeah. And I think that was, for me, it was, it was hard to, it was hard to not just ask him, Hey, can I make this big investment in myself? It, it was also scary because in my mind I was thinking I cannot let this fail because I just spent our family's money to uh, do something that can really change our lives. And also of course, help me change other people's lives. And that was huge for me because I, I, I am driven every day by the lives that I get to help every day. Like that wakes me up excited every day. Um, and so, but it was so freaking scary. I've never made an investment in myself. I've never, except, you know I mean? He's forces me out to go buy a new pair of jeans or like he actually bought me some the other day. <laughs> I do her shopping. He did it I'm her me. fashion coordinator. So if you know me at all, I live in workout pants and hats and t-shirts, but you know, that, that is, that's the thing though. Like it was a scary, but it was also, it was scary. So I know I talk to a lot of women all the time that are like, I'm scared this, I cannot make an investment in myself. And I'm not saying it only, it only has to be a financial investment. I'm just using that as an example. If you, you know, even in a financial investment sometimes can be so freaking scary. I see a lot of women talking themselves out of probably even asking their spouse if it's okay, or if they're on board to support them through it because they are scared to death if they're going to fail. And I know I was scared, but at the same time, it took me actually making that risk and investment. I think it was a good positive pressure on myself to make it happen. Cause I was not going to put that, our family's money up uh, on something that wasn't going to make it work. So, you know, I, I, it took me communicating with him. So I feel like that was a big part of communicating with him, but also having his belief in me, that belief is powerful for me. Like if he believes in me, I feel like I can, I can, I don't know. I can do anything in the world with his support. And so I know that's a powerful thing, but communication, I think you've heard us say this over and over and over, communicate, 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 communicate. It is freaking hard. Oh my gosh. If you agree, put hard in the comments. I feel like it's hard, but it's so powerful. If you want your support, to, if you want your spouse, I haven't eaten lunch. My brain cells are starting to go. Uh, if you haven't, if you don't have the support, you know, communicate with them. And I bet you might surprise yourself that you will ask for help. We're going to get into that. We're going to get into how. Yeah. I'm going to tell you how to do this. Yeah. So here's where the last thing I think we're going to go on today is he, I would love for you to share what you have, like his biggest advice coming from the the man's perspective, he's going to share his biggest advice as maybe a way that you can approach your spouse. Um, if this is a problem in your world, um, and if you don't have one, some one that's supportive, you know, or maybe they're simply simply supportive. They're just not as much as you would like for them to be. Um, and a way to you know help them see this the importance of it to you. So, if yeah, I'll let you go. <laughs> if there's something in your life that you absolutely need your your spouse or partner's attention on, you have to care about that time. And if you want to show how important it is to you, you will separate that time. You will put it in a planner. You'll, you know, go days before and say, hey, I need to talk to you about something and I need your 
undivided attention. You've got to care for that time. Don't just do it on a whim. Don't surprise your partner with big news because it's, it's not going to get the attention that it needs. And it kind of sets into your mind that eh, it's maybe not that important. If it's that important to you, separate the time. You need, and when you say it, when I say that, don't try to buy their, their love. Say, say you, you have an issue. Don't do it with the big fancy dinner to where your spouse is sitting there going, okay, what are you up to? Simple. Plan it out. Don't try to buy their love with it. Just show that you care about it and show how important that the topic is to you. That's how you're going to get a, a true response. And that's how you're going to show your, your spouse how important it is to you. She deals with, you know, a lot of ladies. And, and one of the biggest things that, um, you know, some of the husbands are not as, as supportive on, on this new program. And so, you know, she's dealing with it nonstop. Hey, uh, you know, my, my husband just wasn't, you know, really that supportive. It's like, well, how'd you approach him? Well, what do you mean? It's like, did you just hit him while he was watching the, the, the games on Sunday and say, hey, I got something important I want to talk to you about? You're not going to get their attention. No, if you, got, if you have something that's very important and you really want to communicate it, separate the time. Don't try to buy the love with a bunch of gimmicks. Just express exactly how you feel. Yeah, I think it's really important to understand the, the importance of how you feel in your heart, why you want to do this, why you want to make that investment. Again, whether that's something you're going to buy or invest in or coaching, or maybe it's just simply I need to give myself 10 minutes in the morning before I have to take care of all the mom duties and all the things you got to do on your plate. Maybe it's just time. Can you please give me 30 minutes? Watch the kids or whatever the case may be. If you have kids, get a babysitter. Yeah. Separate that time. Call grandma, right? Get rid that's of all, all your distractions. Time. Yeah, and that's something that I've done wrong in the past. I would always try to hit him with something whenever we're in the middle of the kids trying to do dinner. We're yelling at this kid to get up back up at the table and eat and do all the things. Like Timing is everything when you're having a conversation, for sure. You know, We've gotten so much better. At, okay, we both work from home. Um, and I've got my office. He has his. And the kids are usually running around like crazy. Um, and it's, that's not the time to have a conversation about something serious. And that's something that I'm getting better at because I've always been so bad at, uh, trying to hit him with something while he's in the middle of his work and we got the kids screaming behind us and we're trying to, that's not the time. Um, so timing is definitely everything when you go, when you do approach your spouse, if it's something truly important to you, take your time, don't rush it, have that conversation when you have his full attention and you can really express to him why whatever it is that you want to do is important to yourself why you know that you need to get healthier when maybe it's losing the weight maybe it's um you know whatever the scenario maybe i maybe you realize you do need help like i realized i needed help and it was a big investment but i realized i was not figuring out this business thing on my own and i was i was too spread out i was too thin i was sacrificing my health to try to do what I do now, but I wasn't near as successful as I am now because I got help. <laughs> I got help, but it took me. We actually have it in our planners. Yeah. Every day to communicate, you know, just get rid of distractions and communicate. Yeah. 
Yeah. And maybe it's one time a week, you know, you set a time that we're going to have a conversation, you know, you know, sometimes it, that's what it takes. I feel like, I know it sounds cheesy maybe to schedule your spouse in, but sometimes you have to schedule it in when there's no distractions around to talk about what's important, but don't just talk about what's important to you. This is a mistake I've always made. I'm not always talking about what's important to me and what I wanted to do is like, babe, what can I help you with? Also find out what's important to them and what is it that you can, you know, it's a two way street. Uh, and that's the biggest mistake that I made for so long. I was just doing what I wanted to do. I was chasing my goals, my dreams, my all this stuff because I was doing it for them, but I never told him that. And then I wasn't asking how I can help him and what he's doing either. So it's a two-way street. And I feel like that's very important to understand. Um, and I think a lot of people are going to see that, especially with COVID now, is that your, your office partner, your work partner is your spouse. And, you know, it's you've got to give them the same amount of respect as you did your coworkers. Yeah. You know, that's back when guys, you know, we were at the office. Did we tell our boss, you know, hold on. I, I got to hold that thought. I got to, I got to do this. I got to do that. No, divide your team. You gave the up, utmost attention to that subject and you dealt with it right then and there. And this, this is what we're going to find now. And if you start blowing your, your spouse off, it's, not going to be pretty. <laughs> yeah. Not at all. Yeah, then they're probably very less likely to support you in, on your journey, even if it is just simply getting healthy. Maybe he, he would do it with you. You know, not everybody. I, I know that that's not re realistic for everybody, but, you know, you can always even ask. I think sometimes it's just the gesture of asking them to either do this health journey thing with you, eat healthier, lose the weight with you if they need it. You know, not all of them need it, even though we may. Um, but like now, like we're doing, um, a 10,000 steps. That's a goal that I had for myself. And then I told him about it and now we're doing it together. Now the kids yell at us at night to go run in the backyard. If we don't have 10,000 steps yet, it goes back uh, to a building block that really helped us yes, in, in our relationship fun. back from day one. Yeah. And we used to kid around about it, but we still to this day say it to each other quite a bit. And that's the couple that works out together, stays together. Yeah. And Anything she's doing, I try to get onto it and, you know, we try to work out as much as we can together because it's, it's a great time to get to spend with your spouse. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, and, and I think it also, it's just about the gesture. Maybe they, maybe they won't join in and do it with you, but you simply asked. And I think that can go a long way. Um, so I think that's. I got 105 steps left. Yeah. His watch is yelling at him to go walk. <laughs> Who else is doing the step challenge? So you guys, again, I, I thank you so much. I hope you, if you're watching this, you can get some value. If you're listening to this later on the podcast, you know, having that spousal support, I'm super grateful for what I have. I wouldn't be anywhere where I'm at right now in today's world if I didn't have my support. And I realize also not everybody has that same kind of support. So hopefully, if anything, maybe we shared some tips on what's working for us that can maybe work for you if you try it with your spouse. Maybe they not, maybe they don't do it with you, but they maybe can support you from, you know, afar a little bit closer than they were in the past, you know? And if you don't have support at all, know that you do have a place. If you're a woman, get in my Facebook group if you're not in there yet, because it is an army of women all on similar journeys just like this that are supporting one another the whole way. If you're listening to this later on the podcast, just go to our website, acfitmama.com slash Facebook, and you can join uh, the group. It's for all women at any time, and you'll see others having success and loving on each other, and we'll support you the whole way. And if there's anything I can do, yeah, you know, it's uh, if you would like a spouse to contact me in any way, email, Facebook, Call, yeah. 
I'm more than happy to to talk about it. Yeah, ladies if, or guys that are if you're watching this because we're on our, my my regular page as well too. Like, reach out. Like, if anything, he you know can talk to the, talk to you guys as well and what's working best. And hopefully, if anything, we could brought some value to your life and to your world today and some positivity. So, um, again, if you're if you're lost, you're needing help, schedule a time to uh, just chat with me for free. Maybe we can figure something out or I can shoot you in the right direction to make some changes for you. So love you guys. Thank you for listening to us as long as we've been on today. And every Thursday at 11 a.m., Fit Mama podcast, new episode. Um, so super excited. I won't be here next. He won't be here next week, but we'll have another topic or something else going on for you ladies. So you guys, other than that, y'all have an amazing day and uh, I'll talk to you soon.